In this episode, we're talking about the difference between responsibilities and liabilities and which one you're going to need more of in your life if you want to enjoy more of that life. Uh, as well as that, I'm going to catch up on the last few months. Uh, it's been a while. It's great to be back. Let's do another episode of the podcast. This is the Paul Goff Audio Experience, business lessons for physical therapists. My name is Paul Goff, former professional soccer physical therapist turned successful business owner and best-selling author from the UK. Each week, we answer your questions and bring you an inspiring story or person from the global physical therapy community. This show is dedicated to sharing with you everything you need to know to become hugely successful in private practice. Thanks for joining me today. Now let the class begin. All right, everybody. So let's do um, the first in a little while um, live episode of the Paul Goff Audio Experience and uh, podcast. I am uh, super excited to um, to be back in my chair. I'm here in Orlando in my office uh, to be speaking to you live. We have a lot, a lot to catch up on together. So it is. Um, it is Monday, the 26th of October, uh, 2020, as I record this uh, podcast for you um, today. It's been a few months, like I said, since I've sat in this seat and recorded a live episode, something that uh, we're going to bring back. We, um, we've we been up to all sorts over the last few months, and um, we're getting back into a routine, if you like, where I can... Um, I can sit down and do this, but I'm going to tell you what I've been up to over the last uh, few months, uh, which has been a wild, uh, it's been a wild few months, and I'll tell you uh, some cool things that I've uh, been up to and done and lessons learned. And today, this podcast, um, do not uh, tune out. Uh, listen right to the end. I'm going to talk to you about the difference between liabilities and responsibilities. And um, if you want to be set free, um, you need one of uh, them to be less and the other one to be significantly more. So I'm going to speak to you about that and how it applies to your life and ultimately getting more success in your life, more freedom, more autonomy, more um, independence in your thinking and in your actions, all of the things that uh, that we stand for, if you like, here at, uh, here at the Paul Goff Media. So um, some housekeeping. We've got a big event coming this weekend. Uh, it's been a uh, terrid, uh, or torrid year, terrible torrid year for uh, many business owners, uh, but not for everybody. But not for everybody. Um, that's why this weekend we're going to do a show and tell uh, marketing champions 2020 uh, live training, uh, which basically means I'm going to uh, break down the marketing plan and the marketing campaigns of the most successful clinics in my 400 plus uh, Planet Paul community. Uh, it will take place this Saturday, the 31st, Halloween, um, Halloween, and the 1st of November at 12 p.m. Eastern. Head over to the usual live training link, which is polgoff.com forward slash training and get your seat uh, reserved. That's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, if you want to see what everybody's been up to, I'm going to literally show you on screen the marketing campaigns um, so that you can get some insights into what people are up to. And if your numbers haven't bounced back to what they were pre-COVID, um, then this is an absolute must for you. Uh, as always, we'll have a lot of fun. I will be live. I'll be back in this seat and I will be um, breaking it down. It's the same webinar both days, uh, budget 
at least two hours. We could go longer. Uh, I've got a lot to share with you and show you on the Marketing Champions 2020 Show and Tell webinar. Basically, what everybody's been up to who is having success since and through COVID um, and how you can follow their lead. 12 o'clock this Saturday and Sunday. So, what have I been up to? Let's do some housekeeping. Well, I left... Um, I left Orlando after our, we had a big mastermind event, fully global virtual event back in July, and I headed back to England. Uh, we always uh, do head back to England when a school is out, and um, we just went back a little later this year to, uh, to see family and to see friends. Things were quite calm and settled in England when we went home, and um, one of the reasons I went back was a, um, I love to travel. It's very, uh, very difficult for me to stay in one place for any length of time. I'm definitely a traveler at heart and um, my travels have taken me all over the world. And in fact, one of the reasons I became an entrepreneur, if you like, or, uh, or um, exercised my right uh, to be an entrepreneur uh, was so that I could travel and I could get to see places. So it's very difficult for me to stay uh, in one place. So um even though, even though things are, you know, not not ideal, shall we say, right now, and there's restrictions and there's all sorts of chaos and shit going on, um, I still look for opportunity. I will not be under any circumstances um, told that something cannot be done, and uh, including finding a way to uh, to travel and to take my kids to places. So we went back to the UK. I got to spend a lot of time with friends and family. Um, and uh, very importantly, got to spend some time in the physio business uh, and get moving with a, another business that I've started, which I'll tell you a little bit more about as well. Uh, I made it to uh, London a few times, got to head to my favorite city anywhere in the world, as well as uh, Croatia. Uh, we flew into Split for a week, took the kids to uh, the coast over there in Split, and it was stunning, beautiful people, beautiful scenery like gorgeous oceans, um, friendly people, wonderful culture, obviously so much to learn about the war, which was really only, what, two decades, uh, two decades ago, and hear and talk to people about the stories of um, of the trouble that they had over there in that beautiful country just really a few years ago. So it was a, a wonderful lesson on uh, not just culture, but on history, on recent history, shall we call it, uh, and managed to have a wonderful time with the kids. My mother came along as well. Uh, and I got to go to one of my favorite countries, which is Portugal. They are a huge uh, soccer mad country. Love, love, love Portugal. Uh, we went down to the Algarve, a place called Albafura, took the kids. We had a classic um, European holiday, uh, water park in the hotel, um, uh, all inclusive, as much food and drink as you want. Uh, five, ten minutes in a taxi ride from the beach to um, Old Town. Um, kids loved it. Mother came along again. Uh, and just had a magical time and, and uh, again got to you know got to spend some time uh, with the kids and just be uh, away from uh, just you know just the general day to day and the conversations which I think as a business owner you have to find time to get away from the day to day if you don't you you know you you have to find time to reflect uh, and just be out of your own head and I do think that many people get lost in their own head um, and instead of working harder sometimes you've just got to step back and ask what you're doing wrong I'll say that again for you to write down. Instead of working harder and harder, sometimes you actually have to step back and just ask, what are you doing wrong? Because if you're working over and over and over and you're limited to one week of the year and you know this thing's been going on for two or three, uh, two or three years now, it's a sure sign that something is wrong and there's a recruitment problem uh, somewhere. So 
yeah, I went back, had a great time, got caught up with my sister and family and friends and just enjoyed the summer back in England. Um, and I got to spend some time in the physio rooms, which was my, you know, my other reason for going back. Um, we'd made a big effort, um, certainly, you know, a, a concerted effort, if you like, of my time um, to spend more of it in the physio business. So I'd engineered um, an annual planning last year to be able to spend more time in the physio business. And um really push that business on. I, I feel like I've got the team built in Polgoff Media now that is 15, 16 person strong. We have a solid mid-level management team, strong operations person, sales, marketing, uh, wonderful finance department, and um, some wonderful hires that have come into the business over the last six to 12 months that have freed me up. And that's always the goal of hiring is to eventually free myself up from the day-to-day, remove myself, if you like, from the doing in the business to the, you know, to the more strategic and thinking about in the business. So I felt like having achieved that now in Polgoff Media, I've got more time for other entrepreneurial uh, ventures, one of which uh, is to go back into the physio business and finish off the plans that I had for that business before Polgoff Media really took over my life and uh, moved me out to the US and so on, as well as starting another business, uh, which is a real estate uh, lettings uh, agency, basically a real estate agency where um, I'm starting that business in the UK to uh, be able to not only manage the homes and properties that I own personally, but to be able to manage the homes and properties of other investors like me uh, in the uh, in the beginning in the area where I'm from, which is a place called Hartlepool in the northeast of England, uh, and then who knows where that will lead to after that. So. We went back to the physio business and uh, got together with my uh, leadership team. We rebuilt the infrastructure. We started um, we started looking at scorecards and the actual roles and the specifics of everybody in the team and getting people clear on that because much like your team, I suspect since you've come back from COVID, people have lost possibly a little bit of focus, a little bit of clarity, not quite sure what their jobs were or are right now because you're asking them to do more things. Possibly you've had to lay people off. Um, and it's a clear sign that you need a reset and a you know a refocus and a re-energize and there's no better way to do that uh, than starting with the you know the scorecards and just making sure that everybody is doing um, is doing what you need them uh, to do no more and no less. So we kicked it off with scorecard conversations. Um, we hired a brand new marketing manager, uh, somebody that will be um, for the first time in quite a while um, because I always seem to hire a marketing assistant. And then drag them into Polgoff Media as uh, demand for uh, other clinics around the world to you know, have their marketing done, if you like, by na- uh, by my team increases. Um, I always seem to uh, pull that person out of the Polgoff Physio Rooms Marketing and into this team. So uh, we've hired a marketing manager, somebody who's going to come in and not only do the marketing for me, but help me recruit other marketing assistants simultaneously. Um, and that's been great. Um, key developments there for us um you know implementation and execution of a brand new marketing plan uh, pulling out many of the things that i was doing when i was back in that business um and new things relevant for you know the new economy that we're in etc so you'll probably find one or two updates sharing of more uh things that i'm up to inside of the physio business because i'm now um actively involved in that business again in the growth of that business uh, I would say over the last few years, it's been running and running well, thanks to Vicky. Now we're looking to actively grow it um, and combine my interest in real estate uh, with a wonderful time and an opportunity right now to uh, potentially pick off some uh, very well-priced commercial premises and look to buy more units that we can put the Polgoff Physio Rooms inside of and grow as, uh, you know, grow, grow beyond where we are today. 
where the business is operating out of a premises that I personally own and it allows me to mix my um, business, uh, physio business with my investment strategy. Uh, and it just seems that everything's collided, if you like, at the right times. So that's that's fun and that's happening. My marketing manager will also be involved in the marketing of the real estate business as well. So we've really upskilled in that department with one eye on what's happening over the next uh, couple of years in my portfolio of businesses now. Uh, and I'm currently advertising for a manager to come in and run that business again. For anybody that's involved in my Cash Club program for you members, um, I know we've got a couple of hundred um, of you who most of you do listen to the podcast. You're going to see a lot of new material coming in your Cash Club um, uh, newsletter, um, portfolio supplement, whatever that you get every 30 days that will involve um, a month of marketing at the Paul Goff Physio Rooms. We'll be sharing with you step by step everything that we've done in the month previous. So if, for example, um, we run a you know new marketing campaign in September, you'll read about it and hear about it in um, in October with results and examples and images of ads and so on. So there's exciting things happening there uh, and I'll share with you insights as well into the development of the real estate agency. So you'll hear a lot from me and that's why I'm excited to get back into the seat because I've got um, lots of lessons to share, lots of recruitment has been taking place, lots of infrastructure being built uh, we're going back to basics on some of the marketing stuff that we're doing um it's just great i i don't have any other word right now than it's just great it's just uh there's chaos everywhere but if you switch your phone off and you switch the tv off and you are selective of who you speak to um i think you'll find that the world is uh is still not a, you know it's not a bad place uh, i respect what's happening and i sincerely and deeply hope everybody in your family and friends and circles are safe and well uh, and yet, um, if you do switch the phone off, you do switch the news off, and you do stop listening to people talking shit pretty much you know, for a living, which they love to do, um, it's still a wonderful world. It's still a wonderful place, and there's still many opportunities to uh, to be able to, to, to really uh, fulfill yours and your business's potential um, should you choose to see it, uh, see it that way. So, so I'm back in the U.S., and um, I've built now, we've added four members of staff in the US. I added three members of staff in the UK, an additional marketing manager for the physio business. So that's eight in total. So we've recruited and added eight people to the teams over the last um over the last couple of months. So we are um we're going for it. We're actually, you know, actively going for growth uh through COVID and through the recession and through you know, through all of the chaos and the political madness that is going on all around us. And um, as I say always, the people with the best skills, they are ultimately the ones in the end that uh, can can survive these things and thrive in it. It's um, COVID has revealed a lot. COVID to me has revealed, um, you know, the level of thinking that people have dropped to. It's revealed the lack of business skills. It's revealed the lack of just um, being able to adapt and think on their feet um and it's exposed a lot of people that have that have just just not been just not been diligent and uh, thoughtful and um committed to learning and to growing they've just been in a business but not necessarily learning about business or studying business and how to how to manage the obvious being that uh, i personally believe and i said this to many businesses uh business owner friends when i was back in england in the summer uh what really baffles me is the thing that is business is the most important asset is a customer list and that didn't go anywhere 
And really what you found the businesses that have struggled even through lockdown and through shutdowns are the ones who didn't see their customer list as quite simply um, a relationship that they've built with a human being that is probably buying something else right now that you can provide. Uh, case in point, I bought a, um, a new exercise bike through lockdown as a result of an affiliate link having found a YouTube video of a guy demonstrating it. Uh, the bike was probably, what, $1,000? I've no doubt the guys who whose link I used uh, was an affiliate link will have been getting 20%. So he probably made $200 off me just because he stuck a few videos on YouTube of this thing that I was going to buy, right? I don't see or understand how any business owner with you know a couple of hundred people on an email list or a few thousand people in their database um, hasn't been able to look at that list and go, all right, what else are you buying? And how can I get in the way of it? I might not make exact money that I was making and I might not be as uh, you know exactly what I want to sell, but to me, that's the skill of a business owner is being able to look at this and go uh, apply some accurate thinking and say, hey, I have a media called social media. I have a media called email and I have a media called uh, the post, the postman, if you like, who can still send letters to the addresses that I've got in my database. Uh, really, who or what is selling to my customers and how can I get in the way of that? And um, that's what many businesses have, have, um, have done through this or they've been able to ride it out because they've had... Uh, appropriate amounts of cash to sit on and they've rebuilt their business from the inside out and as a result right now uh, their businesses are stronger than ever so um you know so that's that's the way I, you know i genuinely see what's uh what's been going on the business owners with the skills the business owners uh who have been investing in themselves in personal development uh not just listening to podcasts like this uh, it's actually taking action on things that they are hearing on podcasts like this and you know going the next step if you like with uh, with mentors and coaches and getting in or around communities um, to uh, ask better questions and ultimately get answers that they need in their business they're the ones who are doing really really well right now one thing I've got to share with you this is really cool really really cool so a few years ago um, a few years ago when I first came to celebration where I live here in Orlando now um we uh we got here and um i'm in a community where um they're called nevs right n-e-v so it's a neighborhood electric vehicle it's basically a golf cart that's legal on the road uh, when i first came to celebration i said to natalie i want one of them like when when we live here i want one of those those electric cars uh, and anyway we got one recently anybody of uh on here is friends with me on facebook i posted a picture of it recently take a look at my facebook um on my facebook profile and you'll see the new nev it's the you know the new vehicle if you like it's got a top speed of 30 mile an hour so far i've only been able to hit 26 um with the kids in it's probably 22 um so it's hardly a a speed demon if you like but i tell you what it's the best fun ever the kids absolutely love driving around the estate waving at their friends uh, and i even took them to dunkin donuts yesterday in an electric vehicle uh, the guy got a shock when i pulled up at the window in a golf cart that's for sure um and it wasn't quite as smooth as my usual ride when I was uh, trying to uh, trying to drink my coffee on the way back home. That's uh, that's for sure. So um, a personal dream was achieved uh, with a neighbourhood electrical vehicle, top speed of thirty mile an hour. Now sitting proudly on my drive here in celebration, Natalie can have the um, the bigger, you know, the Tahoe, whatever it is that we've got, and um, I'm very happy with the Nev. So that's my uh, that's my my vehicle of choice um, right now. So. So yeah, look, that's that's a little bit of what's going on. Um, housekeeping, other news uh, before I dig into the podcast. I want you to, if you're in the US and Canada, you can um, get in on what we're doing on the text messages. 
I'm going to give you this number. Uh, write this down. Uh, plus one, four zero seven, four ten, four four one eight. I'll give you it again. Plus one, four zero seven, four one zero, four four one eight. It is my new uh, text message community that we are growing. Um, send me a text so I know it's you, right? This is what's really cool about this. It comes to me. I'm literally looking at it right now and all the people, uh, Hassan A, Amy van der Linden, Ash Ash, Dave, Joanne Pung, Gregory Reardon, Dave Bennett, Jake Smith, Nicole Laird, that, that could go on forever, right? Uh, people who are um, involved in the uh, text message community and I'm having a lot of fun. I'm uh, sharing with you some insights and thoughts and just stuff that pops into my head um, at the time that I think is relevant to business owners. Um, it's a place I can be um, politically incorrect. Um, so if you don't like, um, or if you do like political correctness, then do not register for uh, the text message community because you will not like some of the things that I'm uh, saying about some of the madness that's going on uh, in the world right now from these um, pesky politicians. But um, anyway, um, join us in the text message community uh, having a lot of fun and when you do join and send the text just use the word podcast podcast so i know it's you and i know who's listening and um what will be cool is you can ask me some questions and if you are uh you know if you've come in off the podcast ask me some questions and i'll start to answer them for you on the podcast so um so let's have some fun let's uh let's do it uh plus one four zero seven uh four one zero four four one eight send a text with the word podcast and i know it's you and you can start to ask me questions um i'm gonna have some fun uh, i'll send out some texts and you can reply and tell me i'm full of crap or you like what i think or what i'm doing and um we'll just have some fun uh generally so let's talk about this let's talk about this the difference between liabilities and responsibility and ultimately this i want you to write down responsibility sets you free responsibility sets you free. So what does that mean? It means this. So when I was away um, in the summer, right, um, you know, I went, like I said, and that's why I wanted to tell you where I've been and I've done some traveling and I've had a little bit of time off and I left England, uh, sorry, I left America to go back to England. I still got my home there and obviously car and a drive and friend, you know, friends and family and so on. Life, I still have a life back there and, and obviously businesses. But when I was a um, when I was there, I was having a few drinks, and my friend said, "Look, how do you how do you do this? Like, how do you get to the point of you know you you've got all of these responsibilities and all of this stuff happening in um, in America, and you've got all of this responsibility in England, and you've got all of these staff now, thirty five plus staff, and four businesses, and two different countries, and you got the kids, and all of this shit's going on all around. How can you still get to all of these countries in spite of everything that's going on?" And um, I looked at him and I said, I think you're confusing something. I think you're getting confused between the difference in responsibility and liability. Because responsibility is what sets you free. And the more responsibility that you have, the more freedom you will get. Now, what is getting confused is when you consider the difference with liability liabilities are what keep you stuck i've spent my whole life running towards responsibility and limiting the number of liabilities that i have limiting liabilities in a business is 
hiring people, dummies, Z-listers, and keeping them in my company. Responsibility is hiring people, training them appropriately, giving them direction, giving them outcomes, telling them what I need, calling it tight, being prepared to stand or sit in front of somebody and say this is not good enough. You might be doing the work that you want to do, but it's not the work that I need you to do in order to help me achieve the goals that I've set for my business. Responsibility as a father. I have a responsibility as I see it to take my kids around the world. I said it from day one. It was the, the very first thing. The very first thing, this is a true story. When Harry was born, I remember being sat in a pub across the street from the hospital back in England with Natalie's dad. And we got to talking about what you know I was planning to do with Harry and you know how I was going to raise him and so on. And I said, I can promise you this. I'm very unlikely to buy him much stuff that I will not be the type of dad that buys stuff, right? It just, stuff just doesn't interest me. Things and stuff just irritate the shit out of me, right? The less things and stuff I can have in my life, the better. But what I will do, what I will do is I'll show him around the world. I will show him around the world and I will take him to places. I'll take him to countries. I will expand his view of the world, his perspective on things um, that I believe to be one of the greatest things that I can do as a father. Now, that's just my view. It's not the view. It's not the best view. It's my view. And in that respect, it's the best thing you know, for me and for, for my kids, if you like. So that, to me, is a responsibility that I, that I shoulder, that as I build the businesses and I build the, you know, the, 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 the life, if you like, that we're living, one of the things I'm firmly conscious of is the decisions I'm making and how they'll affect the responsibility that I've got that I took upon myself to want to show my kids around the world. Like that that has to happen. Otherwise, what is the point of me having a business in the first place? So I shoulder responsibilities and it was something that I was introduced to oh, probably eight, nine, ten years ago now that really if I want to get anywhere in life, I have to have more responsibility in my life and I will be paid accordingly. So in the end, I ultimately get paid, not necessarily for what I do. So my level of income today is significantly different to what it was five, 10 years ago. But guess what? So is my level of responsibility. What I've done is I've been very clever to avoid liabilities in my life. Now, liabilities are undoubtedly things like debt, uh, mortgages that somebody may or may not be struggling to keep up with and, and you know to repay, credit cards, loans, buying of things and stuff on credit cards and with loans that are largely irrelevant. Even, dare I say it, extensions on homes and everybody's convinced that if they stick an extension on their house, it's going to add value and it may, but it also may not. And I just think that sometimes people get fixated on things that in the end are actually just limiting the choices that they've got in their life. That by borrowing and by doing certain things and buying certain things and stuff, they actually limit the number of life choices that they're going to have. Therefore, they end up with liabilities. Big, big, big difference. And if you look at it in business, so look at the, the classic case in point there. I just spoke to you about the NEV, right? Could we afford a, a, another car, a slightly better, more expensive car, you know, took out some kind of loan or finance or whatever to go and get a really nice, you know, more jazzy car, right? Yeah, absolutely. But I look at a NEV and I think, hey, it's a one-time purchase and I'm done. And if that thing sits in the garage and I'm back in England for six months, so I am paying it, right? If I go off and travel with the kids, I want to go to Australia for three months, great. There's no, there's no loan against that. There's no finance. There's no liability against that thing. So I adjust my purchases accordingly 
in order to ensure that I have the least amount of liabilities possible. Same inside my business. A liability is a staff person who cannot perform to the standard I need them. I've been brutal about team and building teams. It's becoming fast and very obvious to anybody who's paying attention that my original skill was marketing. My superpower these days is in team building on both sides of the Atlantic, on being able to build a team in different businesses in two different countries. Now, it's the exact same skill, so it should be of no surprise why, you know, if I'm good at it in one business, I'm going to be good at it in a second and third because it really comes with understanding the nuances of what's required with team building and studying leadership and studying and being around good leaders and learning lessons as I continue to grow the business that the limiting of a liability in my business is ultimately in the end the reason that I can disappear to pretty much anywhere I want for within reason two or three months at a time as as and when I want right that that's the ultimate thing that you've got to get inside of your business so what I see with business owners is they're shying away from responsibility because they don't want the responsibility. So li listen to the language. This is what they'll say. Oh, I don't want the responsibility of three or four people. Oh, I don't want to be responsible for their mortgages. Great. But just know that you're limiting your life choices. End of conversation. End of choice. End of, end of conversation. You will limit your life choices, in which case you will limit the quality of your life. And, and it's fine if you're very, very happy and you're doing what you want to do and you're living the life that you want. That's wonderful. Switch this podcast off. But I know that many business owners listening to this podcast, they want more. They want better for themselves. And ultimately, what they want is better lifestyle choices because there's somebody listening to this right now, right? And it may be you. It may not be you, but it could be you. You're making a reasonable salary. You're driving to and from work and you're doing 12, 14, 15 hours a day. You're not seeing your kids. You're not seeing your partner. You're not getting home when you wish you were. You're not eating healthy. You're not getting to the gym. You've never been on more than a 10-day vacation for three or four years. And you've got a reasonable chunk of money coming in every month. But you don't have the lifestyle choices that you thought you would have at this point. And that's nearly always. Look around your life. Look around at the difference between your responsibilities and your liabilities. And if you took on people because you're trying to get more responsibility, but you're still not able to do and get to places and leave the business for more than a month or two months or whatever it would be, it's because your business is loaded with liabilities. Now, one of them might be you, right? And don't take that the wrong way, as in the way that you are managing those people, the way that you're running that, uh, that team, the way that you are tolerating and accepting what you're getting from the people and not willing to do something about it. Too busy in the treatment room, too busy thinking that the best thing that you can do for your business is to continue to treat Mrs. Smith. Well, it absolutely isn't. He's a wonderful thing. I taught this recently and I'll, I'll share with you it. The nuance here is, is magic. It took me years to get to this point in understanding it. Is this, in the beginning of time in a business, your job is to look after the patients. As your business grows, to allow it to grow, your job is to look after the people. And it's the people's job to look after the patients. If you can, if you can grasp what I've just told you, it'll change everything in the way that you see it. In the beginning, it's right that your job and your focus is to take care of the patients. If you're still taking care of patients 10 years on, that's why your business is stuck or your lifestyle hasn't moved on, period. As your business grows, for it to grow, and with it, the choices that you've got and the responsibilities that you've got, which in the end set you free, your job is to take care of the people. That is the staff. That is your team. Then your team's job is to take care of the people. Right? It, it's like 
it's like continuing to be a parent when you're a grandparent right there's like there's like an evolution that has to happen it's natural evolution that like in the in the beginning like i take care of harry right but harry's going to grow up right and then in the end i have to become a granddad if you like before i get to take care of young kids again i can't stay i can't stay somewhere in the middle right i can't keep being the dad to harry's kids right i have to look after harry and in the end harry has to look after his kids right and that's the way that i can explain it to you that as the business owner you start off looking after your kids. But in the end, your kids are going to have kids and they're going to have to look after those kids. You've got to keep taking care of the people, right? Like, i.e. Harry. I have to keep taking care of Harry and then Harry has to take care of his kids. That's the natural progression and evolution and it's the same in business, right? You start by looking after your kids. These are your patients. But in the end, what has to happen, you have to take care of the people who will look after those patients for you. And if you do that, your business becomes more of an asset than a liability. You get the freedom of choice. You get the responsibility, if you like, to look after the team who, on your behalf, get to look after the, the, the patients. So you've got to move through the levels. Like, you go from being a kid, in my case, to a father. Father, eventually, I'm going to be a grandfather, God willing, right? That's the natural progression. I have to keep looking after Harry, but Harry then has to, hopefully, if I've done a good enough job of raising Harry, he can do a better job of raising his kids. And that's what I mean by that. That in the beginning, I take care of the patients. Eventually, I've got to bring in my team. I take care of my team. My team takes care of the patients. That's what's got to happen. And that's what, what's got to happen in, in any business for it to continue to grow. Because even um, as you, you, know, you think about your business, here's another reason why a business gets stuck. There's really very little difference or, or very little understanding in the difference between growing and running a business. So you'll hear a business owner interwine the two. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm running my business. And then all of a sudden the next day they say, well, hey, I'm growing my business. It's like, what are you doing? Which one? Because you can't do both. You can't run a business and simultaneously grow it at the same time. The skill sets are wildly different. You need two different characters to run a business and to grow a business. I'm a classic grower of a business. Am I very good at running a business? Absolutely not. But that's why I build in a team around me of people who can run it for me. I'm the, like as good as anybody at growing a business. I can create the chaos and the growth, the marketing and the sales, but I've got to bring in people around me to help me run it. And anytime you, and this might be happening to you, it's been a while since we've spoke, so I'm, I'm having an honest, frank conversation with you. This might be happening to you. In that, you're trying to grow the business constantly. But every time you try and push that, that throttle down a little harder to grow it, something gives. And what usually gives is you find out that the team are not capable. Because back in the ranch, on, on the day-to-day level, if you like, they're not capable of running. They're not capable of doing the day-to-day things because there's nobody in that team who's solid, strong, confident enough, just has the know-how, the wherewithal, if you like, to be able to actually run the business while you attempt to grow it. So what you find is that the guy or the girl who's very good at marketing and sales and trying to grow all the time, who keeps dropping back into the day-to-day doing, it's nearly always because their recruitment policy, their understanding of team and structure and infrastructure isn't where it needs to be. And then on the reverse, perhaps your business owner uh, and the business has stalled recently or the last year or two, even pre-COVID, the business has stalled. It's because you're running the business and therefore not growing the business. Your, all of your focus and all of your time is inside of the business at the operational and the finance level, probably operational. And therefore, there's very little 
put into marketing and sales. And that's the reason that the business has stopped growing. It's running, it's there, but if there's nobody putting their foot to the, you know, the, the pedal to the metal, if you like, then the business is not gonna grow. And the minute that you get out of the operations and you go back into growth, everything falls apart. And you have to go back to the day-to-day -day running of the business, stabilize it, bring in a couple of staff, this time you think you've got it cracked, you try to go again, and you realize that, again, you've got the wrong infrastructure. Um, huge difference between running and growing a business. Much like there is a huge difference between responsibilities and liabilities. As a general rule, um, I've set out to take on more and more responsibility. These shoulders are, and I tell my staff this all the time, these shoulders are fucking strong. They are very, very, very strong. Chuck anything on them. I'm in the gym every day and I'm working out to build these shoulders because I want to shoulder more and more and more responsibility because I realize it's the path to freedom. It's the path to independence. It's the path to being able to travel, to being able to dart between different countries even when the world is experiencing absolute chaos, to be able to get in and around. It's a mindset thing. It's a way of living. It's a way of looking at situations seeing, and seeing possibility and seeing opportunity rather than looking at something and always seeing the worst case scenario. Now, I've trained myself to do that over the last decade, but to back it up, I've had to build very, very, very good teams. I had to get world-class at marketing in order to be uh, able to bring in the, the, the fuel, if you like, but then in the end, it, it nearly always comes down to people. So my message to you is this. If you sat there and you're thinking, oh, I'm trying to avoid responsibility, um, you like that's, you might as well just accept whatever you've got right now and it's going to be a long, painful struggle and it'll just be awful, right? But if you're happy, cool. But I know most people are not. But on the other hand, if you're thinking, hey, you know, I do want to be able to travel and I do want to be free and I do want to be opening other businesses and I want to be more entrepreneurial and I really, really want to get and find out what my my threshold is, what my real level of potential is. Don't get to the other end and th think, if you like, or dare to look at yourself at the other end and question what you might have become. That's got to be the biggest nightmare. Don't don't get to the other end and think, God, who could I have become if only, if only I'd have pushed myself a bit further, if only I'd have shouldered a little bit more responsibility, if only I'd have limited the number of liabilities in my life. All of the things that you're emotionally dependent upon at any point, and this is another thing I've learned recently as I continue to go on my own journey, I, in order to be independent and autonomous and free and to be able to uh, call myself free, if you like, um, I have to be free in two ways. Number one is financially, that I could pack up and walk away today. And the second one, and I'd have enough money to live the life that I want, which includes traveling with my kids and giving them wonderful opportunities to see the world and meet people not buying them shit or sending them to schools that by and large wouldn't make that much difference anyway. Um, and the second thing is an emotional um, is an emotional detachment from the thing. So what that means is, and it was very interesting to learn it, was that um, there are business owners who are financially free and yet they still go to work every day and they can't leave their work because they are emotionally connected to it. There's an emotional plug, if you like, in the business. And that's why in the end, people are still working and working and working, you know, late into their 60s and 70s. And I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying that um, even if they wanted to, they wouldn't walk away from it because of the emotional connection to it. And that's something that I'm um, working on and realizing that the more emotionally disconnected I get from the businesses, the faster the decision I make, usually the better decision I make, and the business is actually moving on faster. Hence, you know, hence some of the, the you know, the, the, even through COVID growth uh, spurts we've had 
in the businesses and the um you know the courage to go on and start a, another business in in real estate um agency so um just some just some things that i thought i'd share with you you know we've got a lot to catch up on and i'm going to be back into like i said this seat a lot more and going to be doing some interviews with some clients to share their stories over the last few months and so on so uh you might just feel a slight shift in my uh in my content which you know sometimes important for me to have a break from the podcast and even from my coaching calls that I do with clients, I often have regular breaks and gaps for three or four weeks where I, um, I'm just off and I'm I'm traveling or I'm reading or I'm just just absent because if not, um, I don't think you get um, to do the real value, high value work, which is reflect and critically think about you know what you're up to right now. So, the podcast might uh, take a slightly different feel. Um, we are still talking to uh, business owners, early business owners, fledgling business owners, uh, business owners that are stuck just pissed right now annoyed um as i said to somebody recently if you've been listening to this podcast for for a year or two and you still haven't done anything with us why like why uh we're working with hundreds of business owners um from all across america britain australia brunei denmark pretty much all over uh jump on board with us many ways that you can get started easily the best is our cash club program uh, where we send to you all of the marketing uh, material that you need every 30 days uh, to market your practice uh, head over to um, polgoff.com forward slash cash hyphen club or ptprofitacademy.com forward slash cash hyphen club or just send an email paul at polgoff.com and we'll get you some information and you can ask somebody about how it all works um so so that's uh that's it from me today it's uh, nice to be back wonderful to be back in fact in uh in florida it is uh still probably 82 degrees the sun's just about to go down in the next hour or two behind the palm trees uh it's just amazing it's uh it's a beautiful place to be uh at the best of times uh and the uh you know the worst of times if you like it's just a great it's just a great place to be so like i said excited to be back i'm going to be back uh, doing many more of these live sessions giving you nuances and just uh, things that I'm thinking about, stuff that I'm learning, uh, my views, thoughts on business and just ultimately how to achieve uh, for you independence, freedom of choice, genuine choice in your life, not ridiculous, crappy, outdated, false beliefs that sadly most people are piddling on you uh, right now um, as we become uh, a nation and a society more plugged into politicians and TV and social media and all that crap uh, more than ever um i'm going to do my best uh to be quite contrarian um in my views and the way that i uh, express those views because um candidly i don't see um i don't see much improvement if you like in the quality of people's lives over the last few years uh, given the dependence upon politicians and social media and just news outlets and outdated beliefs and so on that are still dogging um that's still dogging society and uh, sadly limiting the uh, potential of, of pretty much anybody on earth right now to be able to go off and uh, and do something amazing with their life um so good to be back um i'll be back next week with another live edition of the podcast share this out for me tell your business owner friends that we are back got some exciting news about my new book coming up soon as well um i used lockdown very effectively to write a new book uh, that is ready and has been um uh, approved for publishing will be in the next few weeks so i'll tell you a little bit more about that and where you can get your copy uh, but don't go anywhere we're back uh, lots and lots and lots of lessons great business advice if you are a, a lover of business like i am we are kindred spirits and um, you're going to love uh the new direction and new energy that we're going to bring to the podcast 
um, moving forward. So uh, thanks for listening. It's good to be back. And I will see you uh, this weekend if you're joining me on the live training, polgoff.com forward slash training to join me this um, this weekend. Um, I'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Paul Goff's audio experience. If you're brand new to Paul's world, head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapists. Or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.